Hi, this is Senator Ted Cruz, and I want to thank everyone who made my New York City visit such a great experience. I even had one of those big Jewish sandwiches from Castello. Yankee Stadium was such a great time. Those fans were something else. I mean, a couple of the fans actually came over and spoke with me and sat with me. They were very friendly, very supportive of Ted Cruz and all that he does, the Senate, and America. I love those Yankee fans and they love me too. I tell you, I had such a great time in New York. I wish I could go back there and hang out with those fans once again. I mean, they showed so much love, so much dedication to the Republican agenda. God bless New York. This is a new motherfucking intro. Cause someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Welcome to Decoding 40. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Decoding 40. I am this week's host. This is Alaric, and I'm here with two of my friends. What's good? This is your boy L.O. A.K.A. The Other Leon. You can follow me at The Other Leon on Instagram and all your other platforms. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Vin in the building. Hope everybody's safe out there. Peace. You signing off? We out? Yep. Peace. Well, thanks for joining us for another show. And uh, peace. <laughs> if you blink, you miss the episode. I tell you that much, boy. <laughs> fucking blink. Don't spit around too fast. <laughs> it's been a it's been a week since I've seen you guys. So uh, tell me what's been going on in your lives. Uh, L, you should go first because I don't I don't think I even have a check in right now. Oh, <laughs> okay. As you work on your check in. <laughs> so. <laughs> so Saturday, the uh, legend of the uh, gold team in soccer continues. Uh, they beat this last team 10 to 0. The funny thing is they had this kid who is has to be at least 5'11 on their team now, um, but he's never played organized soccer. And he, li- literally, he is just a wall. You're not getting past this kid if he does not want you to. Yo, I saw the video that you said, <laughs> nigga, I thought that was a monitor or something like that. <laughs> I, I thought he was one of the coaches. This nigga is like, <laughs> fuck is he beating this kid? <laughs> Yo, oh, I heard, that was the kid that did the header in the video, right? Yeah. Well, I heard one of the other kids say, Whose dad is that? Yeah, something like, is he playing? Like, <laughs> he's on their team? Yo, the kid is huge. Is he from the Dominican Republic with a questionable birth certificate? I think he's from the planet Mars, because this dude is out of control and out of this planet. I'm 35 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the, at first, the uh, goalie was really giving him a hard time. Then all of a sudden, they just turned it on and started... Uh, scoring uh, my son wasn't happy with his performance but I, I i thought he did pretty good he still hasn't scored we got to work on his striking um, is he a good passer though yeah 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 he, and his dribbling is out of control right now so yeah i saw him when he came to my son's birthday party and i was very impressed <laughs> yeah like i mean he drives us crazy when he's doing it in the house but um you know the practice is paying off it seems so are they playing arsenal next or uh yeah i think chelsea actually Okay, because they're scraping these kids in the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, it really is crazy. 
I'm going to try to run through this fast so we can stay on time. But uh, the other thing is the best purchase or subscription that I've made in a long time is the NBA TV. I am in absolute heaven. I'm fully back into watching the NBA. The features that they have on this app are amazing. Um, if I watch it on my phone, and I think even on the television, I can do a four split screen and watch the game from four different angles. Oh, that's dope. If I want to watch an, uh, a game that's already played and I don't want to know what the score, I can actually hide the scores on the, on the app. And there are no, absolutely no, no commentators. I'm just watching a game. And it is it is beautiful. It is absolutely, I, I just love it. So, um, and if they are commentators, I, they, they talk so infrequently that I'm not even paying attention to them. So I, yeah. I, I just love this app. So if you're into the NBA, go get this app. On Saturday, my wife and I were invited by a gentleman from the J.P. Morgan Wealth Management Group through a friend of mine, uh, Eric Mathalia, who is the president of uh, Fury Sports, which is a tennis and uh, uh, fashion company. And uh, we were invited to the Black Entrepreneur Day at the Apollo that was curated by Damon John. It was an amazing event. And... Got to see uh, a lot of cool people, uh, Venus, Killer Mike, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Spike Lee, and even a performance by Big Sean. Great event. A lot of gems were dropped. I want to leave you guys with one. And this was from Damon John. What did he say? He said, and this sort of is in line with something that we've talked about, particularly, Alec, when you talk about the headaches and the conversations that you've had with the insurance company. Mm-hmm. A no is a request for more information. Hmm. And I think that's even more germane for like anybody who's pursuing a dream or uh, being an entrepreneur or in the creative arts. And inevitably, when you're trying to beat down doors, you're going to hear a lot of no's. But just use that no as an opportunity to become more informed about what it is that you want to achieve and just research, research, research till you start to knock those nose down. Um, so I love that. Venus is out of control tall. She said that the heels that she had on made her six, five or six, six and a half or something like that. But she is a physical beauty to behold. Like she is, you can tell she is all athlete. Mm. I was surprised by Killer Mike's presentation. I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. He has a very rich and interesting background. He's grown up as a community organizer. I think he said as early as 15, maybe even earlier than that. And the people that were put in his life all were sort of grooming him to become an advocate for uh, civil rights and civil justice. It was good to hear him talk. Uh, Spike Lee, uh, he had just come from the Yankees game. I'm pretty sure he had a few drinks because he was way mellow. He told a funny joke. I, you know who I'd never want to meet? Michael Jordan. I have no interest in meeting Michael Jordan. I feel like the conversation is going to be very awkward. He's going to disrespect me, and it's just going to be downhill from there. A conversation? Oh, you think he's going to talk to you? Right, but I don't even want to come into his space. I don't want to have an encounter gotcha. with him whatsoever. Because Spike told the story that, you know, obviously he did the uh, Must Be the Shoes campaign for Nike, where he plays Mars Blackman. And he said it was actually two marketing uh, people who saw the movie who presented the idea to 
Nike of having Spike not only be in the uh, commercial, but direct the commercial as well. And Jordan had final say on whoever was going to direct the commercials mm-hmm. and decided to go with Spike. So he said uh, a couple of years ago, I think at the Toronto All- NBA All-Star game, he was talking to Jordan and he said he finally got the courage to ask him what made him decide to go with him, go with Spike. And Jordan just turned to him and said, motherfucker, you were wearing my sneakers. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds so much like Jordan. I don't need to meet somebody like that who's just going to crush my dreams because I would have been like, because I saw your movie and you, you you did a great job. You got a perfect eye in terms of what I was trying to do and you could bring my vision for it. Just because I had your sneakers on, you picked me. <laughs> Damn it, man. Um, but yeah, other than that, it was good, man. Uh, we went to, after uh, we left, uh, restaurants were actually closed. But no, not restaurants were closed. I didn't feel like going to a restaurant. The music was, yo, I know I'm getting old because the music was mad loud coming onto the street from the restaurants. And I was like, I don't even want to go in there. Um, so we wound up stopping at the grocery store and we went to one of the, we wouldn't go to Whole Foods. Let me put it that way. And inevitably, there was a, a fight that <laughs> broke out between the security and somebody who was trying to steal, like, I don't know, mad groceries. And it was bad because they really bloodied the dude up. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, this dude is obviously hungry or, you know, sh- strung out and he needs right. this food. And I was like, damn. But while that's happening, there's a, a older gentleman. And I don't mean to pick fun at elderly people. But the stench that was coming from this dude looked like the green mist from the ghost in Ghostbusters. The smell was so pungent, I could not breathe. It was every time, Yeah. And every time I moved forward, he would move forward. Excuse me. <laughs> That's the smell. Get out of my way. So then I moved to the side. He moved to the side and moved forward. I was like, oh, man. So literally could not breathe. Waited to uh, put the food on the, what do you call it, the, the belt. And walked, immediately walked to the other side of the counter on the where uh, the cashier was. And she couldn't smell it because she was busy working. And then as he moved closer to her register... She looked at me and I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm standing here. And my wife was uh, being funny. I actually have the video of it. I'm on a, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll probably post it. But, yo, it, it was the worst I've ever smelled a human being smell. And I don't know where he was going because we watched him walk across the street. But I'm sure plants and trees were dying as he was walking by. Yo, now, I, I, now you're I, all your food spoiled. Yeah, exactly. Yo, I remember um, um, this is going years, maybe maybe about 10 years ago. I was uh, working for transit at the time and I was uh, cleaning out a train. I don't know if I was, I guess I was, I was cleaning out a train to take it to the train yard. So you close down the train, you start walking through the train cars and I opened up the train car. So you know how you go from like clean air and then you just walk into something. <laughs> right. Yo, when I opened up the door, that fucking funk grabbed me by the throat. Was like, nigga, get over here, go! <laughs> give me your, your shit, nigga. Give me your shoes. Give me your shoes, nigga. Give me everything. Yo, lay the- me down to sleep. <laughs> Yo, ooh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> flashlight. Yo, that <laughs> that type of funk. Mel 
was so it, it, it just it was just it, like you know how your face you go, I was like <laughs> you was trying to catch it yeah that's the worst oh my god yo the type of smell that I knew it was on me as soon as I walked into the cab to, mm. to the train car like mm. I knew that it attached itself to me that even for just a second it was like it was like venom <laughs> that funk was like venom yeah, yeah that's the worst the worst and th- actually you just reminded me i have one lo subway story um happened the other morning actually what's today oh it was happening this morning we're on the train uh here and you've talked about the loud puerto rican mm. he was on this train <laughs> he gets on the train and you all you hear him say is all right do good in school children because you are the future and we love you and he's just walking through the train and then he sees two kids that are sitting next to me with their mother. And he goes, you two kids go to school, learn to be professional, unlike your mother. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so wow. I'm thinking this, this has to be a joke or he knows them. <laughs> and then she looks at him like she wants to hurt him. And I'm like, and then my son looks at me like, what just happened? And I don't want to look back at him because I'm going to bust out laughing because it is wildly inappropriate what he just said and how he said it. Oh, shit. And I and just I know your like, mother. <laughs> I was like, yo, this this subway is out of control. Yo. Yeah, it is. It is. The worst, the worst has been in probably 30 years. Yeah. So he had to hurt mom's feelings. I have no idea. Maybe he knows her from another life. But uh, he said, not like your mother. Wow. And my son immediately looked at me like, what? I was like, no, 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 no. Not going down that path. Don't look. So, yeah, that's my week. Um, I invite you all to be professional, unlike your mothers. <laughs> this is Leon. I'm done speaking. And that's my check-in. I think I messed that up, but hit me with the mic sound, please. Thank you. Recording 40. You see, boy, murder, death, kill. You have me said. If you like listening to the motherfucking show, son, make sure you subscribe to Code of 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and motherfucking TikTok, son. Vince. What's going on in your neck of the woods? Since the last show we recorded last Monday, uh, last Wednesday was my mom's anniversary. It's been eight years. It hits different every year, but um, this year was, you know, it was kind of quiet. Uh, and I talked to my daughter via text and on the phone. She called me up just to, you know, check on me and see how I was doing. And I usually do the same for her because she was very close with my mom. And uh, just didn't do much. I was go- I was planning to make this big feast, you know, uh, but it got downsized to because I-, I wanted to make a uh, a chicken. Like my mother used to make really good baked chicken, so I was gonna make a baked chicken with the rice and beans. And then I was like, we wound up going to Costco, and I didn't feel like spending twenty dollars because all I really really wanted was one chicken. I didn't eat five of them, so <laughs> like, I just need one chicken. I don't need five Cornish hens to cook. <laughs> so I wound up just making the rice and beans and I just uh I cooked up some salmon and uh kept it kind of light. And other than that, it's just been a kind of a quiet week. Um trying to uh get back into this workforce thing. I think it's time. I'm bored with myself. I gotta do something. And I gotta make some money. You know, I, I'm I'm thinking about OnlyFans, but I'll be the only fan. 
for the love of money. <laughs> Nobody wants to come see OnlyFans. And listen, I you know what? I, I could just go. I'll be like advertise myself. Dot dad body mid forties who wants to have some fun. Dollar yeah. ninety nine special. I mean, you know, the, the gay community they have a lot of money to spend. There's a lot of disposable income there. So yeah, I'll, I'm gonna get the MF Doom helmet uh, mask, and I'll just be on OnlyFans. Don't this shit. don't don't. Don't Spider, disrespect Spider Man, Spider Man uh, mask, Fat Spidey. That would be hilarious. <laughs> but uh, no, nothing. Nothing's really going on. Um, was uh, supposed to meet up with my daughter today, but that kind of fell through. The weather didn't cooperate. So you know, my birthday actually is holy shit. My birthday's in next week, Tuesday, no Wednesday. But yeah, I'm gonna be 49 next week. One more year to fifty, and then we'll be decoding fifty. Yeah. So yeah, that'll that'll be fun. So Wednesday we'll do something. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to do? I mean, if only uh, the sex capade. What was the what was the uh, thing we went to in Jersey? Oh God, that was. <laughs> oh my God, sex to see ex. What was, uh, what was the name? Sex Bose. That was. Sex uh, Bose. Oh, was it called Sex Bose? No, it was. It was. It was, uh, it was. It uh, was the erotica. Something, yes. Something yes. like that. That shit was horrible. It smelled like, ugh. In there. The erotica convention. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't called that, but oh my god, that was the worst. It was nothing erotic about that at all. Nope. Not at all. You. You, you was. You, you had to was, be. A, you had to be a porn super fan. <laughs> you had to come there to get autographs. From porn. Oh my god. I haven't seen Ginger St. Louis since she did that first movie, Lesbians Are Us, where she had the biggest bush known to porn history. <laughs> I've been such a fan all my life. I beat off to you all the time. Was Exotica. it called Exotica Expo? Yes, Exotica. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. That was based that was the, the first episode pretty much. No, it wasn't the first. It was like the second, third episode. Third. Yeah, yeah, it was close. Surviving Vin's birthday. Yeah. I just remember we were. It was a big surprise. Like we <laughs> go back and listen to that episode. It's hilarious. It is. We, we tried to thought. surprise Vin with tickets to Exotica because yeah, we, we thought it was gonna in. be. Niggas <laughs> had on fur vests. It was just, it was a lot. It was a lot of it was a lot of swingers and shit. Like I remember somebody on black shirts with they with they with their shirt open and, and you know, with all the lights on. Like these right. I was just about to say that I don't remember who was situations who said everybody on. looked like freezer burn. <laughs> that was you. I wasn't. Me. I think that was you that said motherfuckers look like freezer burn. And, and motherfucker, yo. There was so much fishnet and 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 just all around stank. And then the after party, which was ugh. Luckily oh, we had party. luckily luckily we had the VIPs. Oh, the VIP. after party! I forgot about mm. that. The after party was horrible too. That was, was oh my god! It was like it was like Jersey Shore meets it was at Hardy gas too. station. Yeah, yeah. It was a night that actually had everything, everything wrong, but everything. Mm. That, and then uh, the strip club was antithetical to being sexy. Yeah, and then we went to the strip club, and then they had the uh, old. Did we go white. To oh, my yes, God. we went to the strip yeah. club that had no liquor, 
And then we was in the spot, and it was this old fucking lady who was like about 40. No, she wasn't 40. No, she, she was like sixties, Late She's 50s, 50s, early 60s. 50, 60s with a boob job. And she just came in front of you, and she had she had and old her face, face killer. Was strong. <laughs> old, she had face. old face killer. <laughs> and old face killer. killer. And she had old face killer and 20-year-old titties. <laughs> that was like stretching through that 60-year-old skin of hers. Oh, my God. She's like, you're not gonna that tip me if if tipping you means you leave me the fuck alone here. His twenty, <laughs> don't fucking come back to me <laughs> like ever, ever. Fuck out of here with your old. You face. put it on the you put it on the table next to you. <laughs> Yo, her her fucking face looked like a coach leather bag. Fuck out of here, coach leather bag face. Remember Mary's? Oh, yeah. uh, yes. Neighbor? Yes, yeah, the, the lady, the old like lady. Leather? Oh, yes. yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That's that's, that's that a lady look. She yeah. had the leather face, leather skin like that. Yeah, mm, but new, but new boobs. Yes, yeah, with, with twenty year old tits. She yeah. looked crazy. Yeah, yeah. there was there was really nothing sexy about that night. But it was like watching a bad B movie. Yes. Like it's so terrible. You have to watch this till the end because we should have recorded. It. We funny. were the B movie. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were, super we bad. were the B movie because we yeah. were up and like it. Like first of all, it started where we were sober. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. in Exotica <laughs> Con, yes. right. there was no liquor. So, that was the problem. Sober, that was terrible. Did we meet up in the city and then we wound up going out to Jersey to where it was, and then we wound up going to the after party which had some liquor in it. Right. And right, then right, had, we no, they have liquor, had beer. Had beer. And then we wound up going to the strip club, which had nothing in it. Right. And that's when y'all got lost trying to find the beer and right. almost yeah, yeah, wound yeah, up, yeah. you know, in the basement uh with uh Zed and the crew. Um, right. But <laughs> what a night. Oh, what a night. All right. Well, we're gonna do it again for your birthday. All right. Okay. You know what's coming? Here we come. (laughs) Nothing like fluorescent light and the smell of Shams cologne. (laughs) And dried up lube. Shams to Baron. (laughs) Panther piss. (laughs) The fragrance of a strong man. That reminds me. Quick quick aside. um, This is lube that I love that is only sold at Whole Foods. And they don't carry it anymore. Mm -hmm. So... There was this one time I was looking for it, is and there was it, another couple standing next to me looking for the same lube, apparently, because we both were like, what'd you say? Is it gluten-free? It is gluten-free. Um, is it vegan? It's BPA-free. It's vegan and accepted by most farmers. Pause. If I'm going to fuck my wife in the ass, <laughs> I'm going to use this lube right here because it's vegan, BH-free. Do you know how animal. uncomfortable it is to be looking for the same lube? As somebody else, as a stranger next to you, it is so weird. Wait, how do you know they were looking for lube? Because they had given up also when they realized that it wasn't there. Oh, I know. I know they were looking for the exact same thing. Did they know you were looking for the lube? Probably because we were like looking at each other and still trying to like be cool and and look in the uh, shelves. Looked at him and said, "Up, guess I'm gonna have to use spit tonight." (laughs) (laughs) I guess I guess it's a spitter tonight. What if she turned to me and said that? That would have been crazy. What if there was only one left? I would have had to take it. Maybe invite them over. I don't know. <laughs> to share? Yeah. 
One for you. It's like both of us. It's like both of us. Well, keep it. It's like both of us. <laughs> you can have it on the weekends. We'll have it on the weekdays. <laughs> Disgusting. You are now listening to Decoding Forty. What's good, people? This is your boy L. O. AKA the Ad Man. If you like this show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding Forty on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. So what's going on with you, Rick? <laughs> it was an action-packed weekend. The kids literally had us running all over the place. So on Saturday afternoons, kids have two classes that they take by daughters taking African dance, my son's taking capoeira. Then they have a, nice. a Halloween, early Halloween party to go to right after. Then Sunday, we met up with uh, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law. We had lunch um, out in Queens at this great restaurant, a Jamaican restaurant called The Door. And this is actually maybe the second time, because there used to be a place in, in Queens called Nagasaki. And that was like a Jamaican sit-down family restaurant. And there aren't a lot of them. Uh, this is the only second time that I've, I've been to one. And the servers were actually very nice and accommodating and the i was food's ex- good <laughs> the food's good okay it's see good. you can't have both <laughs> right no well it's not it's not excellent it's not knock your socks off mm-hmm. excellent that's why it's, nice. it's good it's decent mm-hmm. it's decent and and the service because i was expecting a little bit of attitude you know it wasn't there um so I, i'm actually proud i think there should be more restaurants like that i'd love to you know go to a restaurant like that in brooklyn where you can you know, sit down family style. Not because there's a lot of like Jamaican restaurants that are more hangout spots that you're not really gonna take your family to. That's where you go to hang out at night. You hang out with your boys. Hang out with you. You go out for dinner with your wife. But it's not, you know, it's not really that family friendly. I'd love to see some spot like that in in Brooklyn. But anyway, um, the other day I was driving through Manhattan uh, with our, our friend of the show, Craig Lacourt who's also taken some great portraits of us. Um, and uh, we, we dro- we're driving up Spring Street, and I had a flash of a memory that happened just a few weeks ago. And I have not told this story to anyone. I, I told it to Craig that day, only because the whole memory came back to me immediately. So a few weeks ago, when I was traveling out to Montana, for a job. It was right behind another job that I was doing. Uh, And we were shooting on Spring Street at the Google office. And um, the end of the night, because we ended so late and I had to fly at 6.30 in the morning, the production company was putting me up in a hotel next to the airport in Newark. So we finished the shoot, we packed out everything. The client left. Uh, the support staff left, the DP left, and I was just waiting for my Uber. So packed up everything in the Uber, and now I'm on, on my way to New Jersey to the airport hotel. You know, kicking it with the with the driver. He was really nice. Uh, dude does also Jamaican, and he's from the same town as my father. You know, was trying to. He's a little bit younger, so he didn't. You know, trying to figure out if he knew cousins or whatever. But we get to the hotel. I unload everything out of the car and I start wheeling it up to my room and I realize that I left 
a piece of equipment on the curb on Spring Street. What? <laughs> As I'm walking in the door to my hotel room, I realize I left a tripod. So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a tall video tripod. So it, it stands about four and a half feet tall and it's in a case in a big plastic case, which is just a little bit taller than that. And I am fucking freaking out because I need this for the next job that I'm flying out. I got to be at the airport at 430 in the morning. Wait, do you own this is yours or this is belongs this is to not the mine. This is oh. rental equipment Ooh. that was going from one job to the next job. Oh, so now I am fucking freaking out. I immediately order an Uber. Turns out Winston came back and he was the driver heading back into the city. So I'm like, oh shit, okay, it's gonna be there. I'm talking to myself, it's gonna be there, it's gonna be there, it's gonna be there. And then I'm trying to like, okay, let me just let me just find a number for the security on Spring Street for Google. And Google has no number. Mm. Google doesn't have a number anywhere to any place Google. They don't, they don't want you calling Google. So I can't even call the security desk to say, hey, if you look outside, it's a piece of equipment on the curb, can you please pick it up? Can't do it. I'm Googling. I'm like, what the fuck? How, how can you not? And then I remember, because I was packing the stuff into the Uber when I left, that there was a restaurant right next door. So I Google the name of the restaurant. I call the restaurant. Please leave a message after the tone. So I'm like, damn fuck, it, man. Well, I'm going to leave a message. Look, this happened. Uh, I left the thing on the Can you please look outside? Uh, Whatever happens now. So now the only number I have is for the client who is not from New York. She came in from California. I have the number for the client and I'm like, okay, if I call the client, I'm fucked because I'm never going to work there again. Um, Cause she's going to know, they're going to know. Or I can call the DP who left about, it's about an hour now. So he's home. So if I call him and he has to come back to get it, never working with him again. That's a wrap. That's never going to happen. As I'm sitting there trying to figure out what I'm going to do, I see the name of the restaurant pop up on my phone. My phone starts ringing and I answer the phone and they were like, Oh, I heard your message. We don't even usually listen to the messages, but I, I called you back. I was like, ma'am, please. I just came out of Google. I was loading my stuff in the car. It's right there on the curb. Can you look outside and see if it's there? She's like, okay, I'll call you back. I'm sitting in the car. Now we're trying to race back into the city and we're going over it might have been the Pulaski Skyway when we were coming into Jersey it was nothing we flew into Jersey like it was a smooth sailing the entire way now we're going back into the city bumper to bumper traffic and this shit's not moving and I'm fucking freaking out in the backseat first of all this equipment these video tripods are anywhere between six and ten thousand dollars what god this damn this is a piece of this one piece I'm of thinking, I'm thinking, thinking two hundred to four hundred dollars. No, <laughs> two hundred or four hundred. Two hundred or four hundred dollars. I would not have. I wouldn't be going back into the city. I would have bought one at Best Buy if it was a. No, but I'm thinking like you. You want to ten grand? You know, I am breaking their equipment. ABC. You don't. You don't want to spoil the relationship. What? I would have got out the car and ran. I would have broken the ABC that night. <laughs> this nigga is in ABC parking lot, breaking it and trying to get tripods. He's he's fucking frantic. This nigga's frantic. So so I'm 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 in the backseat freaking out because 
freaking I out. Like, I'd have been screaming, crying. <laughs> I can't even replace this thing between now, because it's, it's 10 o'clock at night. I can't even replace this thing. I can't even call a, a rental house and get a replacement, cover my ass, nothing. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm so fucked. I'm so fucked. I'm so fucked. And the name for the restaurant pops up on my phone again. She's like, I found it. And I put it in the restaurant and I'm going to hold it for you. I said, you are my angel. Mm. I'm in an Uber. I'm on my way. I'll be right there. You close in front I got of there and she was sitting right there in the front of Smiling. the fucking restaurant. She put it outside the door? No, it was sitting in front of the hostess booth. Oh, okay. Restaurant still I, open. The restaurant's still open. Okay. And I am huh? Mm, what, what did, did you, you give her? her? I cashed after a hundred dollars like immediately. I was like, mm. what is your cash app? Mm. I'm tipping you a hundred dollars. Cash always works. I wish I had it. I wish I could have put it in her hand. I wish I could have given cash money. No. Could you have called your wife and said, I need to give this woman some dingling because she just saved me ten thousand dollars? <laughs> For ten thousand dollars, she you should have let her touch it or something. <laughs> that would that would have cost me more than ten thousand dollars. Because these are facts. These are facts. Yeah. Because that no, would have been fucking I'm not worth that. I had no idea. Oh yeah, that shit's expensive. Wow, man. Shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those things. Well, this this one was this particular one was not worth ten grand. It was probably worth between six and seven thousand. But the range of this type of tripod is between six and ten thousand. What makes a tripod? I I know we're going to go in a tangent, but what makes a tripod that expensive? So for video, it 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 has a fluid head, so that you can make pans and tilts with that's so smooth you don't even notice the movement. Like it's. Mm. It's completely smooth. It's not. It's not jiggly. It's steady. So stabilization is out of control. Yeah. yeah okay. The stabilization of of those pans and tilts, and um, the only certain companies make make those. And this one was a, a Sackler, if anybody knows. And uh, yeah, so I have not told that story because I honestly was not going to tell that story ever. That shit was going to be to my grave. Yo, that is that's a good story. That is a good story. I, that that shit was gonna go to that was gonna go to my grave because should we go to that restaurant? We should. Yeah, let's go. And I, and we're, we're we're gonna come see you, Stephanie. We're gonna come see you, and we're gonna tip big. Yeah, we're gonna tip big, man. That is yo. that is a look at God. Say look at God. <laughs> but you know the the other thing is like it's such a weird case that I think anybody in New York walking past it just wouldn't even fuck with it because I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm not. I'm not touching it. Can like, you imagine if we were back in the crack era? <laughs> back. The crackhead who used to be in production would have been yeah. like, oh, oh my oh God. shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is got it's got the swivel head on it too. <laughs> you know how much one this is like six, seven thousand fucking dollars. Hit the jackpot, nigga. <laughs> jackpot. I can sell this for two grand. That's a lot of crack. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I can do the type miles. of shots I can make with this with a pan oh shot. Oh, my God. 45-degree angle. It's <laughs> yeah. oh grand, God. yo. That's an amazing story. I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. That is crazy, though. Yeah. And I will absolutely never make that mistake again. Yeah. I'll never make that mistake again. You know, it's like you, 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 if you have a pile of stuff, you have a, a big pile of stuff, 
you're like, I just got to get this in the car. For sure. You get it all in the car and you're like, woo. All right, I'm out of here. Forgetting that there was another. This nigga just that left seven grand on the, on, the, on the floor. Mm. Yeah. Yo, I would, I'm going to tell you right now, Rick, like, I, I can't handle shit like that. I would have been sick. I'd have been, I would have been crying. My friend, I, I probably would have been sick. Yeah. I was sick. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. I don't got seven thousand dollars, motherfucker. Well, you know what's so funny? I know it's I'm, I'm not into like... astrology, yeah. But I feel like that's a Pisces thing, where we try to center the thoughts and our feelings and our emotions, yeah. and try to think through what are the possible solutions. Yeah, I, I was I was trying to because when that restaurant didn't answer, I'm like. There's got to be another restaurant open on that street, right? Because when you started saying that, like that, in my mind, I was like, "That's the that's the next rational approach to how to get this solved." You, you know yeah. what the Scorpios are thinking? <laughs> how can I break into CBS or ABC to get one of these motherfuckers right now? You and B and H, like nigga, <laughs> I'm on the <like>, door. <laughs> that's what you hear. It's <laughs> going right for the tripod stands, nigga. I'm all in that section. <laughs> Yo, it would have been one thing if we were shooting in the city <laughs> or in a close city, but yeah. we were going to Bozeman, Montana. They don't even have that That's shit. That's crazy. Man. And the fact that you didn't share that story the last time before you were going to Bozeman or when you no. went to Bozeman is crazy. I couldn't. It was too new. It was too raw. <laughs> it was too <laughs> fresh. It was too, it was too fresh, man. And and the only reason why I'm telling on this show now is because I I wasn't going to tell anybody, but like I drove past it and I told I told mm. Craig the story and I was like, you know what, I got to tell this story. Mm. Yeah, great. That's story. a great story. That's a great story. What's good, people? This is Alaric. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding Forty on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit. Um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluid. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Fluke. Etsy. Pinterest. Friendster. Hamster. Ex-hamster. Oh, wait. That's my private account. Don't follow that. So, uh, so the next segment, we're going to call this Shut Your Young Ass Up. And that really goes out to the dating and relationship quote unquote gurus and relationship experts, influencers on IG and TikTok and Facebook. It, look, if you're under 30 giving relationship advice, I don't know if I can take you seriously because you haven't really been through it yet. You haven't been through anything yet. You haven't been married yet. You haven't even been in a you haven't been in a 10 year relationship yet. And if you are, you started when you were younger than you when you were in high school. That shit don't count. Yeah. At least the first five years of that don't count. So we found one in particular, and we'd love to get your take on it. I feel like when you're in love with someone, the moment that you think about being in love with someone else, you are no longer in love with that person that you claim to be in love with. Because if you were in love with them, no one else would matter. You could still, like you said, love other people just the same, but that feeling of like indisputable involvement in my life, like I, I just can't not be a thing. I feel like the moment that shifts and I'm like, oh, maybe I could have that same feeling with you. I'm not 
I'm not actually feeling that way with you. It, it's just an emotion. So I, I don't feel like you can feel that intenseness of in love um, with multiple people. Uh, first of all, most of it, I didn't really understand what the fuck she was talking about. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think you can be in love with more than one person at the same time. Is that what she said? Or like, I think that's the point that she's getting at is that this idea of being in love with someone is only possible with one person. And as soon as you start to feel that with another person, you are automatically out of love with the original person or the person that preceded that next person. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds like, it sounds like more like infatuation. You're infatuated. You're like, you're more infatuated with one person over the other person. But is that minute to minute? Is that right? I mean, she's talking about the emotional and the, the, the biological feeling of love, not the, the action of love. Mm where you are in it with someone and the activity that you show them in terms of the things that you do and the, and the care and the support that you provide, that to me is the actual love. That feeling is important, but it is not the thing that sustains us in terms of a relationship because you right. can love something and love someone from afar, right? but it not be a part of your daily activity in terms of the expressions of love and in terms of things that you do and in terms of things that you share with someone. And I think that's, that's part of the, the, the youth. That's part of the youth, the youth, the youth. You haven't been through anything yet. Right. That you haven't, you, that, that, that theory actually has probably never been tested for her. This is, this is all theoretical for her. This Correct. Is, this is a hypothesis. I would agree. Because she, she, she has not actually tested. She's not been in that situation where it's been tested. And and I, I can't say that particular situation I've ever been tested with either, but I know just through life's experience that that, that shit is not true. It's, it's That's not just not how we operate. That's not how we move. That's not how humans act. And so human, humans are capable of loving uh, more than one person at the and in a time absolutely i believe that's pro I believe is it is do, do you love are you really loving that other person or are you lusting for that person yo i'm gonna tell you this the polyamorous would listen to that and be like nah i love more than one person i think uh, yeah. do you love a person for a particular reason or you do you love all you love that person for or, or one reason or is it just you love so all of that. Are we person. are we talking about movie and fairy tale love, or are we talking about? No, I'm talking about love, like I'm talking about love. You know, with with, with with you know love. Like, what are we talking about? I'm not talking about movie love. I'm talking about real shit. Mary J. Blige, nigga, Method Man, love. You talking about? Is <laughs> is sitting on, is, sitting on top of a rooftop? You're all I need, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you like I'm sweet morning do, my brother. <laughs> like sweet morning like dew. Sweet morning. I took one look at you. And it was plain to say <laughs> you are my destiny. Lie together, ride together. Mm. I swear to God, I hope we fucking die together. <laughs> like in my mind, her assessment of what love is is a fleeting emotion that somehow once it depletes that's hmm. it yeah but what? see that's not that's not that's how you that's how you know that that's young that's puppy exactly. love. Right. I mean, that's right, right, love right 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 
Love, love is yeah, not going to fade does so fluctuate as soon as your head turns. Right. Love does fluctuate. It does. Absolutely. It it's high. like the stock market. Sometimes yeah. you're riding high. Sometimes you, you're bearish. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. So what is, what? first of all, what, what is love? I think it does start with that infatuation. Chemical reaction. Uh, chemical reaction. That initial attraction. It starts there. Mm-hmm. But then you see other things in a person that are admirable and are attractive, whether it's their character, whether it's their values, how they do that thing. Every person's definition of love is different for every individual because everybody values things at a different level, at a different rate. So that determines what another person does for them, they would consider a thing of love, right? So like something that a a woman might do for Elle or might do for me could be two different things. And we might fall in love with that person just because they do that individual thing. I'm not talking from a physical standpoint, but just whatever that individual thing is that you say, this person loves me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I think that's different for everybody. Right. Because love is action, right? And it depends on what your love language is. So if someone is, is catering to that, that love language, then it's easy to, to build on that. But if they're not, then if, and if all that's left is the biological uh, effects, then, then I think that will dissipate. And I think that's what she was talking about is that if, if you have this feeling and you have this emotion and that's sort of driving and is the, the substance that's keeping you together, then yeah, if the next person comes along and they give you that same feeling and that same warmth and that same um, biological effect or um, feeling, then yeah, you you might move on. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have fallen in love with them. You you've just you're catering to the basic needs of lust. The, yeah, yeah. You've, you've that, the, that, the base of what love could possibly be for you. That that pool of emotion that she's talking about is so shallow, right? Right. You you can't go deep with someone and then just pop out like I'm not in love any anymore. Like it, <laughs> right. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> it was cool for the last two months, you but it, it now I'm really in love. It, it doesn't. You know, I'm kind of done with this love shit for real. <laughs> <laughs> kind of got a hangover. Not last. I got a love hangover. I'm not feeling that shit no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm quitting. I'm going cold turkey on love, man. Fuck this shit. <laughs> but she's not even talking about going cold turkey. She's talking about moving to the next person. Right? I think so that's like, what, what is that? In your twenties. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's but that's but that's young people thinking. That's young action because you have you think that you know a, a two month relationship is a three year relationship when it really isn't. It's just the right. beginning phases. It's the it's the honeymoon stages of the relationship. Right. And if you can't get past that, then you you're you're not in love. You're in like you're in infatuation. You 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 may love the feeling the person gives you, but you're not necessarily in love with that individual yet because you don't really know them yet. No, no. you know what I mean. You don't. You haven't really seen them at their best or their worst yet. You I think I mean? about um, we had uh, Muta Ali uh, Muhammad on the show, and his grandparents were Ruby D and Ozzy Davis. And Ruby D had a, a statement that she was talking to somebody or she just made a comment that you like as long as they've been married her or they were married, um, you don't really know someone until decades into their life because mm. they're constantly evolving. 
Right. So what you have to decide is, is this someone that I can grow with? Is this someone that I can exponentially continue to bend in Mm. terms of my thinking and my emotional stamina and find ways to reestablish what the center is for our relationship? And if you can't do that, you probably are not willing to put in the type of commitment that require that is required for that relationship. And that's okay, but you just got to be honest about it. And I was listening to Lauren Hill. She had a clip that's probably from, it has to be years ago because she had still had locks, but she was saying that everybody talks about unconditional love, but that condition is based on that person still being in tune with what you need. As soon as it's out of lock and step with whatever it is that you need, that condition (laughs) becomes applied to that love. Right. And then you start looking for those things that satisfy those. Exactly. Yeah. That that's that's very true. So we're gonna take away from that that stop listening to uh relationship (laughs) influencers and gurus and experts that are under 30 who have not been through shit yet. Listen to like that's good advice for all of us, right? So even if we even if we want advice about how to best manage what we're going through at the moment, you gotta ask somebody who's been through it. Who's who's doing who's at the point where you want to be or close to it or it looks like it, which not to shit on dead people, but which is always wild to me that Kevin Samuels had such a reaction that he did because he was not an embodiment of the things that he espoused. Right. Don't listen to. Uh, so this week in um, science and technology news, a man from Iceland is the world's first double arm transplant recipient. Mm. Apparently, this guy was an electrician and there was a freak accident and he lost both his arms in um, what you, an electrical incident. So he, he fried his arms off. Yeah, well, they basically both caught fire. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty after, much fricassee and frying. <laughs> yeah, after he touched eleven thousand volts. Wow! Um, and his arms caught fire. He, he KFC did on his arms. Yes, yes. Popeye probably he more more Popeye than KFC. Dracaris, his arms fire. Yeah. Uh, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> but my oh. hands are hot. <laughs> but French doctors were, were somehow able to wow. give him a new pair of arms and the shits actually work. Mm. When I first read this story, I thought like he just had two meat sacks hanging from his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently this guy can flex his biceps. Mm. Wow. So there, mu- there must not be many, uh, I guess, nerve endings that attach the arms. That- oh, Absolutely. And he's starting to feel, well, he was feeling the connections between the nerve endings. Well, I think that's the miraculous part is that they were able to connect these foreign arms to his nervous system. That's better than bionic almost. Yes. Ching Lo is now golden arms from from Iceland. (laughs) He's a new bionic man. Oh, shit. He's just going to start randomly slapping people. It's not me. It's the arms. (laughs) Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't that be crazy if 
the he person who owned the arms before was a martial artist. <laughs> <laughs> My arms just do the cobra clutch, cobra claw. <laughs> <laughs> What if his what if his arms came from a pimp? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> come here. I just get around black women and white women and start slapping people for no come reason. Here, girl. <laughs> oh man. Mm-mm-mm. So what do you think about that? Like that is how, how long first of all, how long did he live without his arms? Oh, At man. least a decade, if I think. Wow. If okay, so uh, the first thing he did. What do you think the first thing he did when he got those arms back? Oh, he felt his uh yeah. No, he, he was without his arms for 23 years. Oh, 23 years. Oh, he's okay. feeling it yeah. still. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. first. Dick and balls. For yeah. Oh, my God. I can feel him again. Wow. Can you imagine? What you? I'm sure I'm sure he found out. He figured out how to do it with his feet. Or he probably he was rubbing up against the couch or the arm of the couch or something. The funny thing is, if that he's jerking off, it's still a stranger. <laughs> and does this make him gay? Because another man's hand is beating beating him off at this point. <laughs> what, 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 what? Oh wait, because he got strange arms. He got strange arms. This is another man's arms. Nah, son. Are they still? Or do they become his arms at this? Well, point? what he does, he beats off with gloves on. Oh, that's a super stranger. <laughs> super section. <laughs> you can't trust. You can't trust these. You trust them hands. I don't know where they've been. <laughs> <laughs> would you imagine if he put latex gloves on and the person whose arms they were were allergic to latex oh, man these are, these are certain things that he has to consider what if they have peanut allergies oh but I love peanut butter I, I think this is fascinating in terms of science um, yeah it is crazy though all jokes I mean aside. the fact that the the doctors were even one competent and two courageous enough to perform this uh, procedure is is fascinating to me. But but if you think about all the fucked up experiments they did before they got to success, oh for sure. I mean, he's still Frankenstein, no matter what. I mean, I've seen the stitching. That that's crazy. Then, right? <laughs> they they they've done some fucked up shit. You know that, but, right? This, and then also think people, about you've seen the people, picture of him. Yeah. His body and the color of the arms don't necessarily match. No up. <laughs> Look, we told you we were gonna give you human arms. We fucked up. There was an accident. So all we have is the orangutan arms. <laughs> They'll work temporarily. We shaved him down. No one will notice. You swear long sleeves. Half orangutan. <laughs> Imagine if he gave if he was given the arms of a black man who were who was killed um by racist uh people and he was trying to get his revenge on a white man he hey, 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 don't, don't <laughs> give jordan peele anything don't that's a good little story yeah he choke himself that's copyright that's copywritten because <laughs> uh, yeah, i wish him well out. i wish him well um i don't know what his sexuality is but whoever he's uh sleeping with is going to be mauled yeah they're, they're gonna get the business yeah because he's you're gonna get a different backstroke now oh for sure Get sure. those figures out of my ass. I don't know where they've been. <laughs> <laughs> those figures is swollen. Let, let, the, let the blood flow a little bit. Look at them. They're not even moving. They're like sausages. <laughs> Fucking high blood pressure fingers. Get them out of here. 
Get him out of my ass. <laughs> the nails are not even growing in yet. Come on. <laughs> the fucking nails just dead. Fucking dead ass fingers. <laughs> Why is that one always blue? <laughs> Looking like a fucking finger in case sausage. I don't want that shit, man. Get your fucking transferred hands away from me, man. Touch me. Oh. Man. <laughs> Fuck out of here, son. Wait. Uh, let's just could you have dated a I know I couldn't have so we know my my issues with arms but right. dated a woman with transferred arms with transferred arms yeah aren't you technically sleeping with two women at that point could be no well it'd be it's, a throw up all she's the got she's got to wear she's got to wear turtlenecks I don't want to see them scars like that man why you said a turtleneck she could just wear a t-shirt but I don't want to like no but Oh yes, yeah, true. They they attach it. So, <laughs> it's not her neck, bro. It's her arm. I don't want to see nothing that <laughs> he don't want to chance it. He's like cover from here down. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. Want, I don't even want to risk stomach it. too. Like anything below your belly button, just keep it right there. I don't see. It. I don't even need to see your titties. <laughs> what are they you might talking be, about? They might be scarred up. Some some you know remnant scars or shit. I don't know. I'm super. You're you're a better man than me because. Uh, it's not. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want a person who had to have an arm transplant. I'm just. That's just me. So you couldn't. Can I? Can I? Can I give another story? Sure. Okay. Okay. This was years ago. This chick that I went on a on a on a date with, and she was telling me a story of why she doesn't talk to the neighbor across her, the walkway. She's lived like in this little, um, sort of like a village, and there's a path between the two townhouses. She doesn't talk to the neighbor across the street because I saw they had some little tension. They rolled each eye. She rolled her eyes, went in the house. I was like, well, what was that all about? She's like, okay. So after her divorce, the person across the street was like, yeah, you know, you know, I got his friend. He's really cool. You know, I'm, I want to introduce you to him. And she's like, well, you know, I'm single. I'm out here. I'm dating. All right. I'll take his number. So she calls the guy. They have conversation for like, a week and they make a date. So he comes over and they're about to go out for dinner and knock at the door. She opens the door and my man has no arms. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. She needs to immediately. My man has no Hold arms. on. That nigga was right hands back. free for real. I'll be right back. Go, go. Siri. Neighbor. He be in the, be in the house with no arms. Duh. Fire out of her. Siri, call that bitch with the arms. So that's why they don't speak because you could have said something. You oh, could have sure. said anything. Right. Like, like and by the way, no arms, or did he have like nubs? She said to shoulders. Wow. Wow. He like a potato. You gotta say, and by the way, yeah, he's I a nice guy, arms. but he's not gonna be able to hug you. <laughs> he's not a hugger. He's not on a hugger. By the way, you're probably going to have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> no, my man can drive. I know. I've seen. I, yo, but it's, I it's seen a dude. I seen a dude. I seen a dude that I used to go to school with that had no arms. He had like little, like little. I don't know. They little flippers. Flippers. <laughs> <laughs> but the end of that story. He drove. <laughs> the end of that story is. She she went out with the guy just because that would be rude. Bad. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Not to. But when Who she drove? got back, she called the neighbor. The neighbor wouldn't answer the phone. Oh, but, so the neighbor set her up. Yeah, it was a setup. So that's why they don't speak. 
That's wow. horrible. I'm trying so, to so wait. Give him a hand job. <laughs> I mean, she felt sorry for him. She's like, look here, Jesus Christ, here you go. I hope not. I hope so. I mean, I, I don't for his sake. For his sake, I'm just saying. Still. So wait a minute. Okay, and, Alan, and, but then, and then you got to clean the nigga up. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm pretty messy. It's been a while. Yeah, that, that's just too much. I was gonna ask Ben. Ben, I was gonna ask you, would would you go out with a woman with no arms? No, you don't even have to ask me. I know. I already said I'm not gonna ask you. Yeah. No. No, I couldn't. I need two full. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would either. Because it, it's funny is um, what, what's the condition where um, people lose melanin? Is that vitiligo? Yeah. yeah. Like Winnie Harlow, she's attractive. I probably would, you know, if I had the chance and if she would have been so gracious, I would have gone out with her. But that's because she's established herself. I don't know if I could have gone if out with her. If you just met her on her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, do you guys think that you could have gone out with someone who's suffering like from severe vitiligo no like if if it's slight and it's like in certain areas I, i'm sure i could because ironically like a cow i don't want to go out with no cow looking vitiligo chick <laughs> if it's somewhere i can't see it like around her butthole wow <laughs> it becomes the target wow. <laughs> i'm cool with that <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we at the 50 minute mark we oh, clearly are past, past that mark. i don't know what he's drinking over there yeah we went from we oh, went from vitiligo to in the butthole yeah what are you drinking sir quick heaven, heaven hill heaven hill oh oh sweet jesus yeah <laughs> have we had that before yeah we have no nah. yeah have we yeah yeah we had this i don't remember so many whiskeys i, I think right. i think l actually bought it i don't remember but that's the bottle looks familiar Nah, I don't. Um, I don't like vitiligo. I don't know it. You know, I, I've seen some attractive women who have vitiligo. Yeah, there that I would if I was having a conversation with them and she, oh, you know, I have vitiligo. I can see where you have vitiligo. You're attractive and would date them. Yeah, why not? She can tell you she have vitiligo. No, you're talking about like if it's not seen. I'm talking about like if it's no. I'm talking about on the face. face yeah, arms. but the, some of it, some of it, like yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is it like is it really like just white and black or is it like Caramelly, like it's like. Hey, I mean, she's got three different flavors bit. going on. I don't know, man. This shit might Maybe be even four: high. white, pink, caramel. Uh, I don't want the pink. I don't. I don't get that. Get that. Uh, I'm that not body name? shaming, but I, I, if it was on like a, a arm or a leg, not on your face. This nigga said a butt. I don't know. <laughs> I, it, I, 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 I'm. I mean, obviously, I won't have the opportunity, but I, I'm just expanding my thought in terms of because one, I'm like, I think I have vitiligo on one of my legs. So I'm like, what oh, if can't be my friend no more? Oh, damn it, man. Well, you were never mind. No friend. vitiligo niggas in the crew. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, spot. Decoding vitiligo. Get out of here, spot. <laughs> Yo, that would be disrespectful. Uh, like, stop calling it spot. <laughs> No, but no, all, all jokes. I there was a <laughs> L dot O dot aka spot. Yeah, L dot O dot. He's got dots. L dot several dots. But I, I I knew a young woman in college who had like I guess she had some sort of um birthmark on her face where like a lot of 
large part of her face was like a greenish tint. She was mm-hmm. light skinned, mm-hmm. but she was attractive. I thought she was. I thought she was attractive. She really and huh? No, she wasn't. I thought she was attractive. <laughs> what, I think she was ugly. She, she, she had like a mark on her face, but she was still pretty. It's green. Wait, was it a, a birthmark or was it, it was some sort of birthmark or some sort of? I guess it was a birthmark, but it was like it was green. Like she was turning into She Hulk on that part of her face. No, mm. sir. It was like some sort of discolorization. She was. She wasn't bad looking to me though. I thought she was attractive. Yeah. And she was nice. What is she doing now? I don't know. Oh. This was in college. Oh. I don't keep track of uh, you know, vitiligo women. Oh, maybe there's a, uh, <laughs> a repository. <laughs> Put the vitiligo in the basket. Oh, it's not going down like that. <laughs> no, no. Go we should have started with this story, and then it would have been yeah. more respectable. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. Have. No, <laughs> yeah, I think, no, no, I'm just saying. And once we hit the 50 minute mark, it's a wrap. Yeah. Like there, there is no filter on what's going to happen at that point. Listen, his arms were too short to box with God. Oh, but now, not anymore. Not, not anymore. anymore. He's ready to fight. I don't even think he's ready to fight. I think he is ready to love with those arms. I don't know, man. Like I keep, I keep thinking, like, do they, do they smell? Like, do they? Do you got do the wall circulation smell? back? Like everything is back. I think so. I think it's so. a part of me that thinks like his, his part of his pinky don't work. Like, Here's the thing. If I didn't have my arms for 23 <laughs> years, I would buy stock in Gatorade and I'd have a full like refrigerator of Gatorade ice just to keep me hydrated because I'm going to town on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm just closing the door. Nobody come look for me. <laughs> he's a, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna actually use the mouse with his fingers now. <laughs> right. You know how long exactly. I've been waiting to do this. You know how embarrassed it is to say Siri. Yes. Asian pussies. <laughs> Did you mean? <laughs> and how embarrassing Alexa. Yes. Show me <laughs> lesbian threesomes. Sixty nine million eight hundred and twenty three thousand two hundred and eighty four results. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh, all right. I got it. We got to get out of here because yeah, we do. We do. We're gonna get shut down by the FCC if we keep going. Yeah, with this nonsense. <laughs> Decoding 40. So, fellas, what have you learned today? I learned that if I lost my arms, I'd be like, hey, Google. Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't forget. And don't forget, please. Poor <laughs> <laughs> favor. Oh, uh, I have learned that um, don't trust your neighbor. <laughs> Don't trust your neighbor. your neighbor. She's a lie. <laughs> She's a liar. <laughs> yeah. Don't trust your neighbor if they're trying to set you up with a, um, another neighbor with armless men. But yeah. Pretty. It's pretty uh, definite that they won't have arms, legs, or any limbs. So go on uh, other dating apps. She's probably thinking if I wanted to be set it up, set up with a baby, nigga, I would have went out with a baby. Now I got to feed this nigga on a date. I got open doors for this nigga. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Come on. You, I got to do the airplane for you, too, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> open your mouth, nigga. <laughs> Here comes the prize. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, all right. 
<laughs> oh, we're, we're expecting the letters from the ADA. <laughs> uh, uh, you gotta, you gotta roll up to us first, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they gonna roll up on us. Yeah, they gotta roll up on us first. What did I learn? Um, I learned. Well, I didn't learn, but. I'm just going to reiterate that Stephanie G is the greatest waitress of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Man. Of it's all time. Style. And I'm forever in your death. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I can't look, wait to go to that restaurant so we can hang out with her and tip her and drink and eat. Absolutely. Wait, do they sell alcohol at that restaurant? Yes, they do. Okay, great. All right, cool. Outdoor seating, too. Oh, perfect. That's even better. Yeah, yeah man. No, it's actually a nice place. I have to give um, a shout-out to my cousin who is recovering after um, a surgery in uh, Long Island. Uh, well, I'm sorry, NYU, Legon, uh Long Island Hospital. Love you, Kimberly. Uh, get well soon, and I'll see you soon. Shout-out to you, cuz. Shout-out. Thank you all for joining us for another episode of Decoding 40. We had a ball just sharing our stuff with you. If you want to get back in touch with us, you can call us at 619-940-4040. You can email us at decoding40 at gmail.com. If you just want to reach out to us on all social media, we are at decoding40. And we look forward to hearing from you. Tell us if you like us. Tell us if you don't like us. We'll fight with you. We'll fight with rappers. We'll fight, um, <laughs> we'll argue with you. We won't, you know. You know just if you're an influencer, we will argue with you. It doesn't Absolutely. matter. Come one, come all. Politicians can get it. Politicians, yeah. you can get it too. Targets. Our catchphrase is F O H, fuck out of here. Mm. here. And with that, uh, hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love you all. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Next Friday. Peace. 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 Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, goddammit.